What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? These ultra-low net-carb baked goods contain zero sugar, fewer calories, and more protein than the leading brands and are high in fiber to support gut health. Shop now at Hero.co. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich, but you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Welcome to the Reggae Lover Podcast. It's Khalil Wanda. In the building, welcome to the Reggae Lover Podcast. Thank you all for tuning in. Agard's here, folks. What up? Yeah, man. Big up to the YouTube family, um, niceupradio.com family. And you don't know the original listeners from all the different audio podcast formats. You know what I mean? Today we're here to talk about some more song clash things. Um, big clash happened recently. The New World Order song clash in Atlanta. Um, Addies versus Innocent. Mm-hmm. Yep. So, um, what you feel uh, is like the setup for this clash? Is there a setup for this clash? Do you recall anything happening in the past between these two sounds that would have been like, yeah, there's a there's animosity, there's a rivalry, or is this just fabricated? I mean, they have clashed before in other clashes but not not one-on-one you know what i'm saying mm. I, I feel like um am, am i misremembering but i feel like there's one of those microwave clashes like a while back the addies was in and innocent was in as well <clears throat> but i could be i could be mistaken other than that i feel like you know for innocent it's a chance to um kind of put themselves a little bit higher in the rankings you know because Addie's obviously prior to this clash, as they they said, you know, was on a ten clash winning streak. You know, is it really um, ten? Could be. I don't know. It I mean, took a lot of dances, yo. It could really be ten. No, yeah. I mean, there's there's big and small. Like they're not one of those sounds that only take, you know, the humongous clashes. You know, they they clashed. So, um, this King Shine. Mm-hmm. This, they just did. They just beat Animosity. Mm-hmm. They clash. Um, Stereo Five. They kill Stereo Five. That's three. Stone Stonewall in Antigua. That's four. I already said Jimmy Spliff. So that's King Shine. So that's still four. Yeah, I mean, I, I don't know. I don't know exactly. You know, maybe we'll have a fact check in next episode. You know, be able to list those off. But off the top of my head. You know, I mean, they've they've had a lot of clashes in the last, you know, five five years or so. So mm-hmm. who knows? Who knows? <laughs> you know, maybe they're they're also counting Lion Face in uh uh what is it uh, Barclay Center? <laughs> yeah, but yeah, I mean, for this, you know, obviously every time we talk about clash, I'm gonna make a boxing analogy. You know. And this is for, you know, a chance for Innocent to get their, get their stats up, you know what I'm saying, be be ranked, you know, higher on the uh, pound for pound 
you know, list, you know, so it doesn't necessarily. What's their history, like last few clashes that you remember? So the memorable clash that I remember is, uh, so Innocent, I remember, and I actually listened to this recently, Innocent versus uh, Rhythm Force, Mm -hmm. you know, and that was in Miami, you know, Battle for Miami, and it, it was actually a pretty good clash. Um, I think, uh, what's, what's homeboy's name from, uh, Ian Frost, you know, he was, he was in one of the top forms that I've seen him in recent years in that clash, you know, it was a, it was a very lively clash. So I remember, you know, innocent, um, took on rhythm force and, um, other than that, there've been clashes since then, but you know, nothing notable, you know, in my opinion. Right. Yeah. Okay. Cool. So these two facing off now, um, you know, that's the scene being set right there. Um, is this going on on neutral ground, quote unquote neutral, but you know, Dapperly actually lives in Atlanta. I mean, mm-hmm. he's often back and forth between ATL and Florida and, um, was in Florida for a while as well. And, you know, he, uh, actually, you know, we, we booked him on our birthday dance, mm-hmm. you know, the Bob Marley thing in Atlanta. So he's kind of got a home crowd there. But then again, Eddie's also has seemed to just walk through all their new uh, Atlanta dances mm-hmm. and seem to have a majority crowd. So it's almost like, you know, I guess you would call that neutral then. Yeah. Did they, besides, um, what's the what's the sound again? Animosity. Yeah, animosity. Did they, I think they had another clash in Atlanta as well, right? After that dance. After? Yeah, I believe so. There was another clash in Atlanta. Or maybe I'm just thinking about this was billed for Atlanta as well. So Yeah. I don't know. The last yeah, one we're, we're light on the facts this week. Two was um <laughs> was Eternity um and AP. That's the last one I remember. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Okay. But I know Addie's be juggling, you know, I saw Kingpin, you know, down there not that long ago. That's that's what it was. It was a it was a juggling dance, you know. It might have been one of them throwback dances that they had Addies on in Atlanta. That's probably yeah. what it was. Yeah, so um what would I know? Venue the Atlanta. It's a one on one clash. It was like thirty minute rounds, two thirty minute rounds and two twenty minute rounds. Mm-hmm. Um the action started real late, you know what I'm saying, after one o'clock I believe, Eastern time. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I'll let you take it because this is really the part of the clash that you were supposed to be analyzing, you know, the early rounds. Yeah, well, truth be told, you know, I was on day six of a seven day work week. So, you know, I never made it through, you know, I made it through half the clash, basically, you know, and, you know, I, I guess when, when Dapper came on, he, he basically apologized for being late. I guess the clash was supposed to start around midnight. Instead, it, cla- it started around one, a little bit after one, as I recall. And it was a little bit lackluster in terms of Innocence performance for the first two rounds, you know. Um, I'll definitely give the the first two rounds to King Addies. And I, I'm being very general because I didn't, I, I didn't have the opportunity to take notes. Um, however, you know, I would say it was one of the... It, uh, how do I how do I say this? Um, Innocent came in. There was Dapper playing by himself at first, and he seemed a little bit out of it. You know what I'm saying? The timing was off. You know, in in, in terms of his first round, I feel like uh, 
you know, for me, it was it was very lackluster. And Addies came out early with anthems, you know, which, you know, basically that's what Addies builds. You know what I'm saying? Even the new tunes very quickly turn into anthems because of the way Addies cuts them. And, you know, so, you know, they, they came in with a bunch of old stuff, you know, classic Addies, I would say. And that had the crowd behind them, you know, as everybody knows who's ever been to Atlanta, you know, you mentioned Brooklyn and there's a lot of Fords. There's a lot of people from Brooklyn in Atlanta. You know what I'm saying? A lot of people claiming Brooklyn who maybe right. not, aren't even from Brooklyn and Atlanta as well. Yeah, but still, you know, regardless, as, as long as they feel they, they identify as Brooklyn. They identify Brooklyn, yeah. Yeah, yeah. And, you know... There's a little bit of truth to that because when I first went down there, you know, you know, Nasheen may not remember, but I knew Nasheen from East Flatbush. You know, he was living in the 30s. You know, uh, you know, uh, who who was Stitchy? You know, what I'm saying a fellow Brooklynite, and then a lot, of, a lot, of, a lot of people. You know, yeah, from you Caribbean, you pass through either Brooklyn or the Bronx. <laughs> you know, sometimes Queens if you got yeah. any or Trini. <laughs> Yeah, and that's the type of community that, you know, Brooklyn, I mean, sorry, Atlanta is. It's just yeah. a straight shot down the East Coast, y'all. It's a lot. <laughs> yeah, so, you know, I would say early out, it seemed like um, Addie's had the crowd. It's not like Dapa didn't have the crowd. I think, because we were watching this over streaming, you know, when they did show the crowd, I'm, I'm going to read a little bit into what I saw. And what I saw is people waiting to to be able to cheer for Dapper and Innocent, you know what I'm saying? Like it, like I, I I wouldn't say there was any booze for his set or anything like that. It was it was respectful. You know, it's just Addies came out very strong, and I think Dapper was thrown off by the timing. You know, and even in his in his second round, <clears throat> you know, he even went more into like, uh, hey, I'm thrown off, whatever. I'm just gonna make it through. You know, it, was, it seemed like he was defeated, but I think it was a very prudent thing to do because I guess he knew what was coming later. You know what I mean? Okay. So you give the first two rounds to Addies then? Yeah, yeah, definitely. No, right. no question about it. So basically, after the technical difficulties occurred, right? Oh, yeah. This is what I'm... Hold on. Yeah, I failed to mention once okay. you mentioned technical difficulties. Okay. A very astute point by Kingpin. So this is this is so I'm gonna I'm gonna say this. I'm not a journalist, so I don't have to be unbiased. You know, going into this clash, I knew it was gonna be a good clash, but I I, I live in Brooklyn, I grew up in Brooklyn, you know what I'm saying? I want Addies to win this clash. Let's just get that out of the way. And what happened in the first round is there was First of all, there was a clear difference in the sound quality for Addies. You know what I mean? And at some point, things started happening where it's like Kingpin addressed it. Because, you know, you and I both know Dub Electric crew, you know. Okay, so hold on, hold on. Just to uh, uh, clarify what you were just saying, um, you said there was a difference. Yes, there's Uh, two sounds strung up. Yeah, what was the difference? What was the sound? Yeah, yeah. So basically, in the early warm... A part of the dance um when i when i caught the stream double electric was on it's they're, they're playing on their sound system to the right of the stage is double electric sound system set up 
um, their console has their logo and everything. And then on the left side of the stage was another sound that seemingly during early one didn't didn't even turn on. You know a what I'm saying? On a um, guitar stand. Yeah, yeah, keyboard stand or something like that, right? Guitar, yeah, keyboard stand. and and I believe the sound whose sound it was, they. So this is weird. I believe that they played in early warm as well, but there was another DJ set up to this right right side looking at the stage. You know what I'm saying? So there's three DJ setups, right? So the the setup that Addies was supposed to play on, nobody played on it. You know, so Dub Electric was on the stage. A next sound came in. They were playing off to the side of the stage while Dub Electric, I guess, was tuning up their sound even more. And then not until Addies came on did anybody hear anything out of that other sound system. And what happened was Kingpin was playing and uh, numerous problems happened. And he was like, you know what? You know, everybody wants to be entertained. You know, I don't care about which sound plays better. You know, I'm going to play where, where Innocent is playing because that's that clearly sounds good. And that was a very astute point um, on Kingpin's, you know, you know, it was a very, very good move for Kingpin because it seemed like, and I'm, I'm not, you know what I'm saying? I don't know any of these people. It seemed like it was like, could have been perceived as a setup thing. You know what I mean? Yeah. Cool. So he eliminates that, you know what I'm saying? Obstacle, potential yeah, obstacle. The, yeah. The variable <laughs> took that so variable then- right out. So while, you know, prior to this, you know, Dapa started to have some, you know, he was having some issues with his laptops, you know, and the setup that he was playing on working right. It wasn't, you know what I'm saying? There were some things not working. It wasn't really like that detectable from the outside air. You couldn't tell, but he was off, was thrown off by it. Um, right. And, eventually and, at, and at some point, to, his, his computer just stopped. So he had to like reset you know, like reboot, you know, so there was a lot of downtime in these rounds for him. And obviously, you know, I think there was some booze, maybe a few probably, but it wasn't like an overwhelming, like the whole crowd is just like, boo, lock off now. You know, people are like to what you were saying, they were very patiently kind of waiting for this thing to move on. Yeah. Anyhow, so he struggled. So yeah, like you said, Eddie's won the rounds. And at this point, you know, I happened to be watching like a little bit of college football last week. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> okay. I, I tuned into the uh the OU game, Oklahoma University. They were playing Nevada and they were up like forty something to zero or something like that at halftime. And the mm-hmm. coach was being the coach of the winning the team that was you know, OU was being interviewed at the time. And the coach is like he was nervous. Because he was like, it's a very difficult position to be in to play from ahead sometimes. Because, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying, it's hard to keep focused. And, you know, it's easy to take your eye off the ball, take your foot off the gas. You know, it's like the hare and the tortoise. <laughs> you mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? So this is what played out in this clash. In this clash, I feel like because Kingpin saw that he had such a landslide at that point, he felt like it was no longer a challenge and no longer interested. You know, like we said, he had been on this crazy win streak. He hasn't even really been challenged in a lot of cases. I mean, you know what I'm saying? A lot of these clashes have been straight lock-offs for him. 
So now yeah. he's like thinking, oh my God, like here goes another one in ATL. Oh my God, I got this in my hands. I know exactly what to do. You know, maybe, you know, this is what I'm, I'm believing is happening, yo. <laughs> this is what mm-hmm. I'm actually thinking while I'm watching this live. I'm like, okay, watch. So now the next two rounds, it's like Dapper Lee comes out and he's like, ah, my thing is working now. And his confidence is back, bro. And he's like, yo. I'm gonna say innocent play first. Yeah, and I and I did see the opening of the third round, which he had okay. a selector now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, so I think Neely was mixing for him now. So now Dappa is coming around the console and there's like a catwalk on the stage, right? This is where mm-hmm. you can walk all the way out, and he's going all the way out as far as he can go, and he's in the camera and he's in the crowd, you know what I'm saying? With the hand gestures and the posturing, the body language, and in terms of his uh, his attack, everything from there was, yo, they were shooting. They were shooting and scoring points and getting forwards the next rest of the two rounds. And um, the tunes, you know, I like the fact that Innocent, they selected their box really well for the Clash. They seemed very prepared. You listen to, you know what I'm saying, the rhythms that they chose, the intros to the rhythms, and how they use the songs. Um, obviously, you know, they study that ease. They know the opponent well, and they employ, you know, that, a good strategy. Now, on the other hand, at ease, again, I don't know if Kingpin was maybe a little bit complacent, a little bit lax, maybe even coming into the dance. But then once that was... He's like making fun of his laptop and stuff, like, come on, bro, you know, like, what is that, Adele, you know? And he mm. was ready to start, you know, clowning. But the crowd still wanted to hear Addies perform. Yeah. The crowd still needed Addies to still, you know what I'm saying? And as soon as uh, Kingpin came in, he was definitely like a different person now. <laughs> his usual confidence took a hit. You know what I'm saying? And so now he's like, oh, one of the speeches that he chose to counteract is the speech where Dappa was saying that he didn't play nothing for the girls or, you know, you know, you know, the normal. Yeah. Try to make the select the seem homo. That's the thing. So for some reason that. What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy and delicious breads, buns and tortillas? These ultra-low-net-carb baked goods contain zero sugar, fewer calories, and more protein than the leading brands, and are high in fiber to support gut health. Shop now at Hero.co. What's spring like in Park City, Utah? Imagine waking up on a bluebird day to ski the greatest snow on Earth at two world-class resorts, Park City Mountain and Deer Valley. Exploring miles of wide-open spaces by snowshoe or cross-country skis. Wandering our historic Main Street with its opera ski scene and award-winning restaurants. When you love it like we love it, Park City, Utah will always be winter's favorite town. Join the experience at visitparkcity.com. Honda, Kingpin pick it up. (laughs) He was just like, yo. And then he started playing like girl tunes or like for the rest of the two rounds. During different parts of the two rounds, he was like, making speeches about girls like to the girls and you know what I mean playing tunes that are like not killer tunes you know what I'm saying so he got like really confused in what he was doing bro 
And I was like, damn, this is exactly what I was saying could play out. Yeah. Yeah, um, I don't know. So obviously I don't have much of an opinion, an opinion on this part of the dance because I didn't see it. But I, I, I guess, first of all, like I said earlier, I was rooting for Addie's. However, that doesn't mean that I think innocent is a walkover sound because it's not, you know, and the, the dangerous part about innocent is not only is their catalog, you know, extensive, but the way the way they've been cutting as of late, you know, very vibesy, you know, what I'm saying they, they have everything. So and not only that, you know, anybody who knows the history of innocent knows that the golden years of innocent in a sense, was, you know, Dapa selecting and Nasheen talking. However, you know, the good thing about Innocent as well is when Dapa had the opportunity to step up, he stepped up by himself. You know, they 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 built up the team because Innocent is also a juggling sound. But Dapa, you know, turned him, you know, he, he's a killer because he's a selector, but he's smart. So he knows speeches. You know what I'm saying? He's a little bit of the old school. So... I think from what I'm hearing, it's like, it seems like Kingpin learned a lesson that night. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. And it seems like, because, you know. Maybe he learned. He should learn. Back in the day, anybody who knows to listen to Clash in the 90s, you know, they'll say, yo, I'm a bitch. You're a trick you. You know what I'm saying? Like, they'll be, if somebody had two bad rounds, it'd be like, yo, you catch. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's even a strategy. You know, I think, I don't know if. Trooper coined yeah. it, but you know the dead rod. Get him my dead vibes. Now get him my dead vibes. Yeah, 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 yeah. Play yeah. a bunch so, of crap for an hour, <laughs> right? And then reverse and, that. In the and next and round. and the veterans know. I don't. I don't think Dapper did that on purpose. I think that was yeah, it. Just that was real. That way. However, you know, what I'm saying because of his veteran status and so many years in the business, you know, he knows like that doesn't mean much. You know, what I'm saying you could catch back the crowd. And I think. A lot of younger selectors don't necessarily think that way. They don't think strategically in a sense like that. They think about what tunes they're playing and what speeches they're making, but they're not necessarily looking at the entire dance, you know, as as a match, as like a, acquiring points. You know what I mean? And I'm not I'm not saying that's what Kingpin did, but you know, he's clearly he's the younger selector. Clearly he's the younger you know, of the, of the two. So he may not have the presence of mind, you know, in that moment to actually feel like, yo, I got to press on the gas even further. You know what I mean? Like, I I don't know. No, it's not that it's just, you know, how are you going to press on the gas? That's going to work for this crowd. (laughs) Right. You understand? Because yeah. Good points that you make. I want to go back to that, but let me just go through the rest yeah. of the end of the dance. Mm-hmm. So two rounds, um, the shorter, you know, rounds went to, went to innocent and then, um, the dance went to tune for tune after that. Okay. So tune for tune winner was innocent. Innocent gets the big, big grass trophy. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It was cool, you know, hosted by dynamic. Um, he brought out diamond sunshine. Before the dance started, who was in the crowd, you know what mm-hmm. I'm saying, as the, the, the notorious, you know, winner of one, two, three, better than, you know, check the review that we did on that, on that clash as well. Um, you know what I'm saying? Click the links down there. You can find it. Mm-hmm. Um, 
So overall, it was an upset in the eyes of many. Certainly the Addies faithful, I'm sure many of them were shocked. Because <laughs> it was like, could this really happen? It was like, they can't lose with Kingpin, right? A lot of people felt that way. Yeah. Yeah, go so, ahead. So, yeah, uh, you know, Innocent Dapa, you know, to your point, he was, uh, you know, he came out and he gave the history of Innocent. For those who don't know, set the table. He addressed everything that Kingpin had brought up earlier. You know what I mean? I'm talking about, you know, Addie since 83, Innocent since 92. You know what I'm saying? So that's the old sound kind of like versus some much younger sound. Still an old sound. But he was saying for, uh, you know, for Innocent, he's been on Innocent. He's a day one. He's been there the whole time. So all this stuff that, you know, Kim been trying to say about whatever, Nashi and Ray, you know, he kind of just um, addressed everything. And then he was making fun of Addie's because Soji Vibes was there. And Kingpin wouldn't let Soji play. You know what I'm saying? So he brought that up. Yo, he was attacking him from multiple angles, bro. And then he's like, okay, you're going to want to go in and play all these anthems that Mataran and Babyface made. You know what I'm saying? Or even Danny Dredd. So it's like, yo, where are the tunes that you made? What did you do? You know what I'm saying? He's using that angle. And not only that, he's playing tunes that he... Cut, voice, mix, mastered, all that himself. <laughs> so, so it's like, you know, I could play my anthems. What about your anthems? Kingpin didn't. He came out, hey, yo, Tony Mataran. You know what I mean? Like, that's what he was doing. So he played right into that. Um, so just a lot of good strategy was employed by Innocent in the last two rounds. You know, to what you were talking about, the rounds that you, you know, were, there, were, were live for. It was like, that's. At the end of the day, that's still the early one. Yeah, man. At um, the end of the day, you got to have something. You got to have, you know, some customs is what a lot of songs do now. And they'll they'll save them for the later rounds. You know, a Mad Spider or something like that. And that's when people start rinsing out the, the custom. Um, a lot of times people will save some type of special new tunes for that point in the dance. It really didn't seem like Addy's had anything prepared. as instant was ready, so... Yeah, yeah. I mean, so the the issue that I've seen a lot in a lot of these recent classes clashes, you know, yes, innocent is the newest sound. However, you know, the way that they cut, um, especially as of late, kind of goes with the trends. You know what I'm saying? And I feel like um Addie's it's like um what what do I want to say? It's like when you're that successful with that many anthems, there's an opportunity for people to come and do things differently, you know, that makes it seem old, stale. You know, it's a, it's a contrast. You know, I'm not going to say Addy's tunes are not great. They're great tunes. You know what I'm saying? They're used in the proper context. They're amazing. However, even not um, hearing the second half of the clash, I know what Innocent is capable of because I mentioned that clash earlier with Rhythm Force. And that to me was like a, you know, bare knuckle brawl because both sounds were just hitting it, hitting it. You know what I'm saying? Like it was, it was in Florida and Florida, you know, it's not that New York vibe. I'm from New York. So I could say this where it's like, you know, old broom and them, <laughs> you, know what I'm you know what I'm saying? It's a little bit different. 
you know, it's a little bit different vibe. So there's a chance for that contrast to come in. Um, so, and, and you and I have noticed, um, sometimes even when Addie's cuts new tunes, it's on the, the same rhythms as the 45s as well. And as far as I can remember, Innocent never does that. You know, that to me is also a contrast. Mm. I hear you, man. I don't know if it's never or, or you know, less frequently, but... Less frequently. Yeah. Um, but yeah, no, nah, I feel like the crowd there in Atlanta would have been okay with either sound winning yeah. and supporting either sound, but they wanted you to fight. They wanted to see you perform. You yeah. know, you weren't just going to win because your name kingpin um or king at ease you know so there that that's really all i really got to say about that one yeah man um can't wait to hear the audio yeah is it a dance that i think could be like could be good if it was redone you know i'm saying somewhere else i think so because all in all you know that's competitive yeah man and so next on the bill Addies has uh waggy t wins that november I believe. Yeah. I believe so. And that's an interesting dance because I don't know what to expect um, from Waggy T. You know what I'm saying? It seems like Waggy T, obviously, I mean, King Waggy T is an old sound, veteran sound. You know, however, they do have new people on the sound or younger people on the sound. Plus, you know, Patrick Ewan is the veteran. You know, mm-hmm. there was a recent uh, dance a couple months back where, you know, some words were thrown. You know, um, Patrick Ewan was kind of toughing up himself. So I don't know what to expect from that dance, really, except, you know, it's two sounds of similar caliber in terms of tunes and age. However, um, I don't know what to expect specifically from Waggy T. I haven't heard Waggy T clash um, in this current iteration of sound clash i know waggy t they clash you don't remember um they actually clash with city heat you don't remember that dance that's um, the only thing that i recall yeah you know and sure. that was a one-on-one right there in florida you know what i'm saying that was i don't know if you would call that a heavyweight battle you know it definitely wasn't necessarily a challenging dance for YDT. Yeah, yeah, definitely. I mean, City Heat, you know, they 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 have tunes, but it's a very young song sound. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah. yeah. So now this type of this is you know Addies and YDT. That's more like you know. Yeah, you can get any type an of dance international level. Yeah, you know, it could be that old could school, be it could be dog. new. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's why I'm saying I don't know what to expect because both sounds clearly are still active, still cutting. You know, still have new members on the sound. So yeah, it should be interested. I, I wouldn't say I'm excited. You know, once the innocent and Addie's class start, started drawing near, I was a little bit more excited for that because. You know, Innocent's not a walkover. I'm not saying Waggy T is either. It's just I don't know what to expect. So I have no expectations. I'm just going to show up, you know, virtually <laughs> and uh, see what happens. Um, I do want to, you know, since we're talking Clash, give a shout out. Well, I didn't even finish listening to this dance yet. But, yo, shout out to Yared. You know what I'm saying? Uh, Yared recently uh, clashed King Fargo. 
and I, I, I don't even know how the dance turned out, but you know, I, I, I like Yara. How far did you listen? Um, I think down to the 10 minute rounds, uh, well, Yarid's 10 minute round, which I think was the fourth round, you know, when he started playing like, uh, what's the score at that point? It was Fargo two yard one. Okay. Yeah. So, yeah. so I stopped listening around the same point as you. Yeah. Yeah. But the reason why, regardless of the turnout of the dance, um, how, how it ended up, I just like the way Yard cuts. I like the way that Chico handles himself. You know what I'm saying? And, you know, GQ is selector. I just like it. You know what I mean? So I'm, I'm, I'm looking forward to, to hearing more of Yared, especially in the Clash Arena, um, because I think they're entertaining. You know what I mean? And even yeah. the the rounds where it's like they didn't win. I mean, I I just I don't know. I, I guess I'm they biased towards them. No nah, man, I'm sure I want them, them them get T vote two of them round that strip. If you yeah. ask me, and that that voting was a little bit suspect. Yeah, and um, I know you had a high idea of who they should clash next. I'm not gonna say it here because I wanna I wanna text somebody and see if that <laughs> that could happen. <laughs> Obviously, I'm not gonna promote it. I don't have the dough for that. But <laughs> you know I mean? yeah. Oh man. Okay. This is what I was try- um going to say. So I'll just do that. Yeah. And then we could close out. Um, regarding innocent Eddie's clash, it was the mm. rules. The rules. The rules of the dance were different than the norm, what's been the trend um, in Clash lately. Okay, the rules of this dance were that there's no lock-off rule, right? And mm-hmm. there was no judging until, what, the fourth round? Something like that, yeah, yeah. So they're going to play four rounds and then start judging and then tune for tune if necessary or something like that. Those are the rules of the clash. So that plays really a lot into the way that things happen because I feel like the crowd knew the rules or maybe they, maybe they didn't, I don't know, but the sounds knew the rules. Mm -hmm. And so I think that could have contributed to the condition that, you know, happened with, with, with DAPA being able to come back from, you know, like complete failure in the round due to his laptop messing up. Yeah. Um, in the second round, you know what I mean? I think that's an extra reason to be like, okay, don't get bummy. You know what I mean? Don't blow it. We, we just need to reboot the, you know, the machine and then we could really commence the killing. Right. Because if the rules were the way that they've been going, possibly Addies could have came back in, in the third round. If they, they had both rounds voted and won and locked yeah. them off. Yeah. Right. And that would have been a quick disappointing clash yeah and i think if that were the rule that you know maybe kingpin would have went harder mm. in his third round because the way his third round went he started out wasn't getting it wasn't working what he was doing and then he kind of re- was talking himself through it and kind of restarted the vibe so he's like mm. yeah i need to catch back my vibes so what he did he went back on the rope in rhythm and, you know, that was like the, that's like a first-round rhythm. That's like a first-round, mm, second-round mm. rhythm. He goes back on that rhythm. He's already played the rhythm earlier in the dance. He tries to play some other anthems on that to, you know what I'm saying, to build the vibes back up. So he started out again, you know, like really slow. 
um, kind of like in that, you know, 16 in the magazine kind of anthems out the box, which just played into um, what Dapo was saying. And also, it's kind of boring. It's like yeah. it's the third round. Like, yo, what, what are you doing? Shoot. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, yo, you're supposed to be out here stringing them up and, you know, hanging them alive. And you out here trying to warm back up in the middle of the people that I'm clash. So it's like, yeah. I think he kind of like pissed off the crowd even more. Yeah. And, and, and his predecessor, Tony Maturon, you know, he was famously, you know, a third round killer, you know what I'm saying? So, yeah. Yeah, man. So very good clash though. I, I would, um, if the audio touched road, you know, um, we'll shove it out, put the links out. If not, you know what I'm saying? Thanks for checking out our review. Yeah, man. Appreciate it. Check out the website, you know, support the links, get in the comments, you know, let us know what you thought about the dance. Yeah, man. And visit us on social media. Say hi. For real. Until next time, yo. Peace. If you're interested in a sponsorship or donation, please email info at regulover.com. Follow us on Instagram at regular podcast. Like our Facebook page at facebook.com forward slash regular lover podcast what's so special about hero bread's soft fluffy and delicious breads buns and tortillas hero bread serves up zero to one grams of net carbs five to eleven grams of protein and high fiber in every delicious serving made with natural ingredients hero bread supports gut health promotes weight management and helps maintain blood sugar Hero also drops other limited edition ultra-low net carb goodies like rich, flaky croissants and buttery brioche slider rolls. Head to Hero.co to shop today.